0: I I don't say the caddies can't make a difference. I just think they're all yep. about the same. Actually, I shouldn't say that. It's a great job because it's it they, they're the most overpaid people in the country. So <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not just talking about the professional guys, I'm talking about the guys at, at the country clubs. I mean, holy yeah. crap. they make a That's, lot of
1: money. Yeah, it's a nice, it's nice living.
0: Welcome back to Be Right. I'm Alex Myers. As always, I'm joined by Steve Hennessy, Christopher Powers. This week we've got Brian Kirschner joining us. uh, He is the host of the Tapping Birdie podcast. Brian, thanks for joining us today. How are you doing?
2: I'm so happy to be on Be Right this week. I'm hoping that people get the same excitement when they see I'm on that I get when I see that you have like a DJ or a JT. Um, or like a Lowry on, like, you know, because right. I, I, those are always my favorite podcasts you get a big guest on. Right. I'm hoping people feel that way about me um, this week coming on Be Right. We'll have to check the numbers after. We'll check, yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> well, we'll get back
0: to you. Uh, we should mention, this is a, a bit of a bittersweet episode here. Uh, it is the final episode at, that we're being called Be Right. Uh, but that being said, we are still sticking together. The, the, the band is together. Uh, we are going to be switching a little rebrand, as as the uh, the, the young kids say these days. We are going to call The Loop Podcast. And to be honest, it's going to be a lot of the same stuff. So yeah. hopefully you stick around. It's going to be me, Steve, and Chris. I mean, Steve, what was our other title originally? What was it? Three Idiots, Lighting Money on Fire? I mean, oh, yeah.
1: Three. I think that was like secretly our favorite name.
0: That was our favorite title. Yeah. Mm. Head- so, you know, it doesn't really matter what the, the title is. I mean, we're right. going to change it up a little. Um, you know, we won't talk maybe quite as much about gambling, but there's definitely shows that we've heard complaints when we don't talk about gambling. We, we get on our little tangents here. Uh, so anyway, Brian, congrats. Uh,
3: Making history.
0: Making yeah, history that is incredible. Uh, and yeah, so we'll have more exciting stuff ahead for sure. But so stay tuned for that. Uh, first of all, well, first of all, before we get into Tony Fino, and I want to know if Brian's cashed in on the, on the Fino rally as well, I, I do have to give a shout out to uh, Chris Powers today for caddying for our uh, colleague Dan Rappaport. Dan did not make it through the qualifier for the U.S. Mid-Am, but he he fought valiantly with a back four birdies on the back nine at Whippoorwill, which is in my backyard. I came out to see these guys finish up, and my favorite part was seeing Powers wearing an actual caddy bib. I mean, he took it <laughs> seriously. So, congrats, man. I mean, it was a it was a good effort
3: i mean you got to have the bib i don't know how guys don't have the bib you got the the range finder you got 50 waters in there you got snacks it's like it
2: serves a it.
3: stuff you know that's the point of the bib so and yeah. i've got a million bibs from caddying over the years i actually have like multiple to choose from every time i come out of retirement so um that happened to be the best one nice mesh mesh caddy bib but we could we could uh we could change the topic now but uh did, did yeah actually um,
1: were you, did you have snacks for Danny? Like on the course you like, did he? No, there, like, I had,
3: minute? I just ran out and got a cliff bar before. Um, you for just yourself? Or for yourself? Him? You didn't even ask Yeah, him? he didn't. He, well, he, last time he was like demanding <laughs> zins and make a stop. So he didn't this time. So I was like, maybe. Oh, you
0: caddied for him before? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. And so he you, did, he, he ended
3: up needing a lot of zen. He took like five off of uh, the other caddy in our group. So That's I, why he I needs me
1: as a caddy. There. Cause <laughs> I would be prepared with that. I, I kind of felt,
3: I'm not, I'm not exaggerating, by the way. You can ask Dan. You can ask the two guys we played with. Dan had five Zen pouches and he made a birdie after every time he put one in i'm not <laughs> kidding
1: this is like an ad for zen
3: five under idea. five yeah. under yeah. with a zen
0: in his mouth let's get this going Come
1: that's on. like ernie L's, you know every time he makes a birdie he switches it out it's like yeah. same thing with right. the zen. makes it a birdie like i felt, like it. I felt yeah.
3: bad for the caddy but dan was like dude I, I just keep making birdies. You got to give me another Zen. And, and the guy, <laughs> the guy kept giving it to him. So,
2: so Powers, um, are you like, this is absolutely a soft nine if he's trying to go like a hard eight or something? Like, are you in yeah, on the club selections? A little bit. Like, he likes, are Dan you likes, good with his gapping?
3: Yeah, Dan likes to like kind of make believe he's on, he's on the PGA Tour, so <laughs> – I kind of oblige he will be like you know I really like this you know push uh hybrid here 220 up the hill We're just gonna, and I'm like yeah I love it he's like you love that you love that I'm like yeah I love it man. so he likes to kind of lean in and it's fun you know it's fun to you know pretend you're you're actually getting after it. and he's a great player so it does feel like you're um, actually accomplishing something caddying which I know Myers uh, might disagree with but um yeah it was fun
0: but you're you're, again, you're, you're there for encouragement. Exactly. You're a logical guy. I mean, I, I don't say the caddies can't make a difference. I just think they're all this. Once you, unless you have someone who's a total dope and not trying hard, they're all about the same. I mean, that's all I'm saying. And, and these guys on tour, they have everything given to them anyway, with these yardage books, with everything lasered off to the foot. So I mean, it's not. There's just not that much skill. I mean, you can be a good hype man. Don't get me wrong. I, I <laughs> I'd, I'd love to do it. It sounds fun. Yeah. I just uh, you know to be at your full time job, and then I mean, geez, it's just wow. <laughs> anyway. Actually, I shouldn't say that. It's a great job because it's it they, they're the most overpaid people <laughs> in the country. So, <laughs> and I'm not just talking about the professional guys. I'm talking about the guys at, at the country clubs. I mean, holy yeah. they make
1: a That's, lot of money. yeah. It's a nice, it's, nice living. They're whatever they're they make, more, they're
0: paying they make way more money than we get. That's for I know sure. all, yeah. cash all cash too. Straight cash. Exactly. So good for them. It's it's quite a racket. Um, but anyway. <laughs> uh good stuff. All right. So anyway, yeah, Brian. I mean, tell me about Tony finau have you been cashing in? I no. unfortunately I have not. I don't know if these guys did either this past week, but have you been uh making any money off Tony finau
2: I have not there's this weird thing that happens in the golf gambling community that when a guy wins you just don't play him the next week yeah and people it's truly astonishing that in the past two months we have Xander Shopley and Tony Finau winning back-to-back weeks on tour like you just can't predict that type of stuff so you know two guys that you know, kind of struggle on Sundays and are known as quote unquote losers, even though they aren't right. They get a win. They get a little motivation behind them and they really cash in and they, they get some big wins. So I think Xander's two are are way more impressive, but cheers to Tony Finau. I was not on him, um, obviously because who bets a guy after that win, but yeah, good for him. He's a great guy. I think it's great for the PGA tour, (laughs) given the set of circumstances going on right now. His post round interviews have been really great. So I, I think it's great all around. I'm very happy to see Tony Cash in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very likable guy, obviously. And, and you're right. And, and it's tough to bet him because the first week he was like 12 to 1 favorite. And then he comes back and he's another 12 to one. So I agree. It's tough. My my little weekly pick'em thing, I had him literally typed out. And this is not for any money because it's a carryover thing and someone had just won. Uh, But then I was like, let me see who we are. Our our experts picked. And it was uh, the Max Homa. So I switched to Max Homa. So I cost myself a few bucks, but I, but it probably, you're right. Subconsciously, I was probably like, I just won. He's not going to do it again. But usually I don't, usually I don't fall in line with that, but you're right. There is a general uh, thinking like that. Um, Well, anyway, Brian, I I actually happened to see your tweet this morning about uh, the lines here for the final regular season. Event on the PJ Tour, the Windham Championship, and you were kind of uh, scoffing at some of the lines, thinking that they're they're just there's nothing very appealing out there. Is that is that really true? I mean, Kev, have you looked again at them? And and I mean, are they really worse lines this week than we've seen in previous weeks? Because it's the last event, or because nobody's watching, or what? What do you think's going on?
2: They're okay on specific sites. They were really bad, um, okay. but overall. You know, you can, can. take yeah We're some not beholden to any
3: site. You Yeah. yeah. Like
2: DraftKings, yeah, draft they just didn't really have great odds this week, especially at the top of the board. So they will not be getting um, a lot of my gotcha. money this Which
0: week. Which is but, weird because they've been, they've had the best odds lately. Yeah. I feel like
1: they've been okay. Yeah. Far. I think Mayo made the point last week on his show last week. Like they've actually kind of reverted back to setting the lines a little uh, lower, yeah. knowing that like, the average sports fan like doesn't care they're just gonna like bet on the lines anyway and so you know why not give them the worst lines right so kind of interesting but probably the average sports uh
3: two brian's best boys are the favorites lowry and enzal torres right
2: like two of the best golfers um in the world so i like i I think that they're Actually, I think it's a much better field than last year. I was looking at the field last year. Webb was like 12 to one mm. with um, Hideki. So I think we have a much better field this year. <laughs> and I'm excited for it because I think there are some actually some good numbers on some pretty good golfers that have some great course history here. So I actually think it's a pretty good betting week. And then, um, you know, the season's winding down. But I- I'm very much looking forward to this uh, Wyndham championship this week.
1: Yeah. It's worth mentioning last year because uh CP did hit a winner in the Golf Digest column right. Kevin Kisner and unfortunately I had Russell Henley who died a very Ooh. slow death on the back yeah. nine uh, those those wounds are still open so um uh, uh, but you know I was happy for CP to win he's never happy when anyone else wins but I was truly no, happy
3: I'm not
1: <laughs> you selfish you know what
2: Brian
3: subs- Brian subscribes to that theory too. We should all be happy for each other. I, I don't. That's it, it
2: depends. It depends on who. Um, like you know, right. if you know someone I'm really close with has a winner and I don't have yeah. a guy in it, sure, yeah, fine. No, I don't. But not yeah. golf.
3: If if it's NFL, you know, Steve hits a parlay. Oh, that's a, that's amazing. I'm I'm happy for you. But the same it's golf tournament cool. we're betting on that that doesn't make sense. It's not I want, a competition. Like I, it quite literally is a competition. You yeah, versus yeah, me? Is it? No, just on who who wins the golf tournament.
1: I know, but if I don't hit a winner, then I want you to win because I don't know. We're supposed yeah, to be yeah, but then friendly. he
2: looks better than you. And like, you know, we're that's all fine. trying to have clout in go. the industry. We're on the same and, like, team. We're all trying to like grow our numbers and our followers. So i we're do prefer. It's tough.
3: It's I like do prefer when my my guy wins the golf tournament. <laughs> I do prefer that I know that's obviously
0: oh, <laughs> <dumb>. <laughs> I know that's a crazy thought, but big
1: brain. You know, big brain, brain stuff. Prefer.
0: Well, uh, we got some people, you know, you mentioned Kisner, he's 40 to one. Yeah. Obviously we mentioned Zalatoris, Lowry at the top of the board, 12 to one. The aforementioned Russell Henley in there at 25 to one. I don't know if Steve is ready to have his heart broken again, but uh, well, Steve, I'll let you start. Uh, what, what, uh, anything jumping out at you to, uh, when you look at this? Henley
3: break? finally, finally popped again last week. I know. And I bet him too. And he,
1: Just stole more of my money. I mean, the guy's like a frigging human money pit. Keep throwing it in like Scrooge McDuck just into the pile, but I never get anything back. Um, Haven't pulled that trigger. I've only pulled one trigger so far. You guys will probably hate it. Um, Actually, CP's boy, Adam Svensson. Um, because I looked at my my little breakdown last year, my handicap, and the proximity buckets from 125 to 150, 150 to 175 were huge. And Henley was like number one in both of those entering the week. Um, and you know, that was still the correct handicap. I should have won my bet. CP should have lost, but um Svenson is right up there. He's uh top five in both those um buckets in the last 36. So Okay. i'm i'm put a pretty big whale play on it uh you know with our guest kirschner on here uh figured i had to put a whale play so whale play yeah. adam's vinson ladies and gentlemen welcome to the Wyndham wow.
0: Championship. and we've been talking about him recently uh we bet him what at the 3m he did nothing and then last week he was uh, and, and did okay was doing well yeah. and then fell off a little but yeah i mean the number back down to 70 to one okay i could kind of see it yeah. uh brian what about what about you You
2: know, this play is not sneaking up on anyone. I think it's probably the most obvious bet on the board, but I also think it is the best bet on the board. And I think it's great value. Siwoo Kim, 28 Mm -hmm. to Mm 1. Like, I just, if he was 20 to 1, I can't, okay, whatever. 28 to 1, I think is a really great number. You know, everyone likes to talk about um, Webb Simpson's course history here, but Siwoo Kim has some really impressive course history. He won it in 2016, then he's gone fifth third and second um, and three other appearances here. And the thing about Siwoo, everyone knows he's a very shrieky golfer. You know, he can rattle off a bunch of miscuts cuts in a row, but he's off the heels of two very good results. T-15 at the Open Championship. He was hovering around the leaderboard uh, earlier in the week. And then last week at the Rocket Mortgage, 14th. So 28 to 1, where you have a guy, you know, around him like Webb Simpson and, and Russell Henley and Corey Connors, people that – I believe don't have as much win equity, and you get Siwu at a better number at a course that he excels at, and he's in good form. I think it's a great bet. Um, obviously, it's it's pretty obvious, and it makes a lot of sense. But twenty-eight to one, I think, is a fabulous number on Siwu Kim this week.
3: Agree, love Siwoo. Um Having trouble not going single bullet on Zalatoris because uh, that would feel like a big miss to go the whole regular season without a Zalatoris hit and missing out on it here, but obviously the number stinks i do kind of like adam scott i know he shot 78 on saturday that's really bad but then he came back with a tidy little 65 on sunday i liked he had some nice things to say about his driver remember when he took the driver out at bay hill and uh kind of put it back in a few weeks ago and seems to have fixed it a little bit so he was here in that playoff last year obviously literally should uh, have
2: won the event should
3: have won in regulation i believe right
2: No, he had a four-footer in the playoffs. Oh, that's That's right. right. So brutal. And I I was watching the replay of it, and Nance was, like, all over it. Like, (laughs) it was over. Like, he was like, and for his 12th PGA Tour, okay, yeah, we're going (laughs) to another It was a tough scene. I think people forget that. Uh, Yeah, he threw a dart there and just missed the putt. I think it's a pretty good, uh, you know, perfect uh, explanation of his career um uh, yeah. yeah that was that was a tough loss for adam scott last year yeah
3: Total. adam adam scott and ceo i think is a nice little card at the top here
0: okay solid solid um all right back to you steve and you said you only made the one whale play really but uh what about going deeper down the board any 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 long shots here
1: what about uh justin rose cp your boy um he's He's uh ranking pretty high in all, all the stats. He's third, I think, birdie or better the last 36 rounds. Really? Uh, had that really good Sunday in Canada. Um, proximity buckets, pretty good. These par four, uh, 400 to 450, there's like eight of those or 10 of those, something like that. So Justin Rose might get my money. He hasn't gotten my money since like 2013.
0: So I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty disciplined of you.
1: Yeah, and. Right. I, I don't play favorites in golf. We can't. We're journalists. We're you know unbiased journalists. I don't like Justin Rose. He <laughs> he, he wants a quick story uh, at the Zurich Classic in 2016. I want to say kind of blew me off for a, what's in my bag. Um, maybe maybe not the best guy. I don't know.
2: Yikes! Yeah. Yikes!
3: I had a Morgan Stanley uh, shoot to get
0: to <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, that's kind of. Uh... He's got a, he doesn't have the best rep. He's, I will say this whole thing with him and his wife and the, the women's golf events that they're running, that's pretty. Oh, great. You know, does a lot of great, great things, but no, yeah. no, no, no. But Steve, you're right. I mean, he does have a little, he gives off a little bit of a phony
1: fake, um, fake good guy. You know, yeah. Fake good guy.
0: <laughs> Those Europeans, they're, they're tricky, man. Can't trust hey, them. I, mean, tricky. Look, I think we're all shocked that he's not. I, level know. Level. Yeah. I, mean, I think he was one of the first names that came to mind mm-hmm. whole thing started so and then he see he sees his his rider cup buddy stenson hauling in four million and uh he's you know hoping to make a cut at the wind of championship i don't know that's kind of by the way henry the guy didn't have a top 10 this year on tour
1: in three years i think is
0: that really it i think so wow obviously but doesn't play that much. But Some still, he walks in and makes four million dollars in his debut at uh for live for beating whoever he beat. I mean,
1: that is <sighs> Jadiah just- Morgan. Hey, don't don't talk challenge <laughs> Morgan. That's my guy. He helped me win that money against Taylor Montgomery. So that's
0: wow. right. That's yeah. right. He's made like, about five hundred grand for finishing red last. The oh, last yeah, week. it's pretty amazing. Yeah. But
2: there's a serious trend going on in live right now just washed up old guys who are not good or winning. Like, I don't know why it doesn't make any sense, but Charles, Grace, Grace. and Stenson, like, is it 2011? I don't know, but they are doing it on the Lyft Tour. So I I guess that's a strategy.
0: Right. It It is. No, it is surprising that, like, DJ hasn't won. I know he was up there, but, like, DJ hasn't won. Brooks hasn't won. Answer hasn't won. Gooch hasn't won. Yeah. Um, you're right. You would think that it would be a little more balanced, but man, it it just is it's like painting more of a picture though, that those guys literally do not care. <laughs> I mean, they just do not. Maybe they will next year, maybe they'll regroup will regroup and retool over the off season or something because they're gonna have a long off season. Yeah, but uh man, it.
1: it's just like a lot of variance in a 54-hole event, you know. It's like
0: that's true. A little more any, variance. Anything yeah. could
1: happen. So
0: yeah, that's true. So, I mean, Brooks, let's be honest. The guy literally could kill <laughs> Yeah, all.
1: I mean, he's not. Bryson, I, I was there on Friday. Bryson was chewing out his caddy. Um,
2: he's is like,
1: where's the fairway, bud? After he like snapped one left.
2: And he said, bud.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. So again, you know, I don't need to get into all thing. If you call someone bud, it is almost always demeaning. Correct. And I think yeah. that proves it um again if he was mad at his caddy and he called him bud so there will be no buds tossed out on this podcast (laughs) or if we're ever on the golf course together because (laughs) it's just not something you know i like to to say to people because it it comes off a little rude sometimes Not
1: not a fake good guy brian Kirshner. Just
3: was up. there any buds tossed around in uh, Lake Placid? I know you guys had a nice little
2: guys trip this week. Yeah, nice golf trip up to LP uh, with Andy Lack and the boys.
0: Um no, new golf up there, Lake
2: Placid. Yeah, yeah, no, there's some really good courses. <laughs> Alistair McKenzie designed one of them. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, I know you guys are big architecture guys. It uh, was not mm. exactly my taste. <laughs> there were some like 280 yard par threes. I was oh. sure with my driver. It's like, all right, like I'm good like i'm good on this uh but the other course was great but we had a lot of fun you know being out on the golf course with friends there's nothing better nothing um other. you know so you know we got to get out there chris i appreciate the invite on sunday we'll have to get together soon and, and play around Absolutely, um, you know it, it's been long overdue it,
3: it has you we guys in snow played? last time we played in the snow that's how long oh, ago we
0: played God. okay yeah i thought you i i, I know you've played a few rounds with, with different peeps. I thought you got out there. It's tough. People think like, that's the thing. That's the funny thing with the Cam Young stuff. You know, they're like, oh, he's from New York and New York City. They think like everything's right next to each other. I mean, these guys are in New Jersey. Like for me to go to Steve's course is like an hour and a half or something. I mm-hmm. looked it up. It's crazy. Your old oh, was, was close. It was like 40 minutes. Yeah. And then, and then for then for us to go to Long Island where you are, Brian, is like, who knows because of the freaking yep. traffic. I mean, so and like CP drove, CP, how was your drive today? Up up to my neck of the hour,
3: road. hour twenty.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's tough. Yeah. So, you know, it's not another reason
3: New Jersey golf doesn't get any better. <laughs>
0: oh my God. just because
1: you're close to the courses that you play.
0: That's right. yeah, just, uh, proximity. Just <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Uh, iron on all cylinders on a Monday
0: let's get Bayless stick right now this has got to stick with it it's it's just amazing yeah um all right what else should we talk about uh, and, and I like Keith Mitchell. I think Keith okay, Mitchell. Right, you haven't given us any deeper, deeper guys, Brian. These guys I, are mailing it in like the yeah. live. They don't.
2: I, I think <laughs> Keith Mitchell is your winner this week That's okay. sixty to one. Okay, this is a guy, Carolina guy. Okay, first we all like a little home game narrative. Yeah. Great Bermuda putter consistently Mm. um and you know you think of keith mitchell as kind of this bomber a long iron player maybe excels in difficult conditions but he has some pretty good results on some shorter tracks um you know he's always played well at the sony which i think is a good comp and i think there's a lot of crossover um in the leaderboard you know honda's not the longest event on tour and you know, he kind of fell off a little bit, but he's been he played some decent golf recently, seventh at the Canadian Open, six at the Travelers. Um, doesn't have the best course history, but I'm willing to overlook it. I think a top 20, top 10, a little bit of a longer shot. I really like Keith Mitchell uh, this week. I think well, I think there's well, some good value there.
0: I'm seeing him 40 to one in drafting. So I need to I guess I need see to-
2: again, that's why I, I was talking poorly about their book. You okay, know, hopefully it, I we got 20 me. points higher on okay.
0: FanDuel, so okay. it, it's I'm an easy,
2: okay. easy line shot there. Got a shot. Okay.
0: Well, I wasn't going to make many bets here, but, man, I'm liking Mitchell. I mean, you guys are making good case for Spenson, and uh, who else is it? Siwoo Kim. A lot of great cases being made out there. Uh, CP, you have anything else you want to say about this tournament or, or no?
3: Does uh, Does seem JT Poston-y, I feel like? um Winner how, here. Is
0: only, how is he only forty five? Uh, he's probably sixty to seventy Man. to one, or else. But he's forty five to one in DraftKings. He's been on fire. Yeah, and he's played well here. How on is
2: fire? He, yeah, because that's, that's again, good. like we talked I'm about bad. earlier, people don't think that you can win, you know, twice in one back month. Like, yeah, right, can't back it up. But he has been playing excellent golf. He's the winner here. Um, right. Only hesitation would be his course history since he won has not been good. Um, at all, but again, in a sense of why not bet? Why can't Tony Finau go back to back? Why can't the Postman win twice in why not? You know, a little bit over a month? Why can't Chris Goddard
3: up win this week? Eighty to one? <laughs> 80 to one. Maybe. Team Rob, uh, uh,
2: like one hundred percent. I don't think he he will win, um, but you know sometimes you just got to 6 to your guys. Eighty to one. I mean that's yeah. just a that's a few bucks. So you know it's he's he's worth the investment. We know he's a New Jersey golf stalwart, um, you know, grew up, you know, he he's on the mean street. So look, <laughs> street. Uh, up Jersey, he knows how oh, to play Piscata, the mean so, streets
1: of little silver, New Jersey.
2: I mean, truly just a, a hustle and bustle town. <laughs> yes. Um, so look, Goddard up. Always just always team up. for me.
1: That's where uh, Bruce Springsteen is, lives, by the way, little
2: silver.
0: Where he lives now or where he grew up.
1: Uh, where he grew up. I don't know where he lives now, but that's. Bruce like... was
3: in a, As in Asbury on Sunday. I got I got the texts and photographs to prove it. Unfortunately, Stone Pony. I, I think it was Stone Pony. Wow, wow,
1: that's what you dream of—just showing up that's... to Stone Pony and seeing Bruce. So yep. <laughs> dreams
3: made of Jersey dreams.
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of a few bucks, I, I bet I bet CP doesn't do it. But did did everybody else buy a stupid Mega Millions ticket? Like, no, I didn't. No. You didn't. So I, I knew CP wouldn't. He, <laughs> he won't. Get I love it. I I and I won't either, except for when it's a billion dollars. I did. I just that's it's like
3: never, uh, like uh, I don't like see it on TV. I'm like, oh, I gotta go get one. I like I never have really dabbled. Okay. Yeah, I think
2: the younger generation's kind of yeah. out
3: on Lotto a little <laughs> bit. <laughs>
0: yeah that's true and every
3: yeah, younger man. generation doesn't get out of their car at the gas station well i
0: i'll say this and steve in steve and definitely in the Wilt g marie you, we used to do like
2: a little a- office
0: little yeah. office pool and that so that where it kind of comes from you all throw in like 10 bucks or something yeah and then you get like
1: 100 or 150 tickets right. and we still didn't right. ever win anything maybe like yeah. 20 bucks
0: but- oh yeah one time we won like 20 and it was like you know we re-entered, <laughs> we re-entered the next week or yeah. something uh, but yeah, but no, I, I, you're right. It probably is a, a generational thing. But uh, damn, 1.28 billion is insane. That's even more than the live people are making. Today.
2: I I would consider quitting my job if I want. I I would think about it.
0: Think
1: about it um, yeah, for a second.
2: You know, give it give it a few days. Going but to you know, we got. I don't see, think
0: but- any of us would, but. We definitely wouldn't be like you know doing takeaways on the weekend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wyndham Championship takeaways like doing, on I'm Saturday. I'm
0: doing. I'm doing Friday Wyndham Championship takeaways. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, can, that would not okay. be happening.
2: Look, I, we're trying to give out winners here. I think the most obvious bet this week is Russell Henley first round leader. Wow. I will be all over this. Look, Russell Henley. We talked about it last year. The guy cannot close. He cannot. When, no. but he absolutely can fire a Thursday sixty-two. Like right. I have all the confidence in the world on him. Also, well, HP first round leader. Like yeah. we're hitting he'd a hit, first hit round leader this yeah. week.
0: Yeah, he's a yeah this is the week. This is wow, the
1: week. CP. I mean, you've been looking for a winner first round leader <laughs> like, all season. No, like, maybe this is it.
0: You got to like, put those on the dartboard. yes yeah. so yeah. no, yeah, like that's the great, the, the dartboard
2: half of it is Russell Henley. The other half. Is HV3? Good idea. This will nice. be one of them. I guarantee it, Chris. I'll bet, I'll bet them both
0: now. That's gotta, a good idea. Yeah. I, I might
3: uh, have just bet uh, them both in secret.
0: They're both about like the HV3's 35 on DraftKings and uh, uh, Henley's 40. So that that's,
2: that's a matching a wild play. There you uh, go.
3: That's a great one. And we'll okay. get by uh, Tommy Ganey, 61 or
0: something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, all right. Any, any final thoughts, Brian, as our final guest on Be Right? Yeah, um, of
2: You know, it, it's an absolute pleasure and a privilege um, to be on. You know, I know that The Loop is, you know, due for great things. And uh, it's one of my favorite Twitter follows. So, you know, a little bit of a podcast form where you guys have some more creative freedom. I think, you know, it's, it's going to do wonders for um, you all. So I will be tuning in every week wow. like yeah. I do. So, I, I absolutely cannot wait.
0: What a great guest and guy! Great guy, wow. <laughs> great. <Yeah. laughs> Amazing. Well, well said, yeah. Well, anyway, Brian, thanks for coming on.
3: Long uh, overdue,
0: long overdue. Uh, and and thanks again, as always, to uh Chris and Steve. Thanks as always to our producer, Greg Godfrey. Uh, thanks for listening. And again, please check back next week. We will have a different name, but I promise it'll be the same old BS from us before <laughs> part and uh no no we'll some
3: newbie
1: hopefully we'll some, new some new wrinkles.
0: Yep. we'll have some new wrinkles and we're gonna have some some uh some fun guests not the Brian's not fun Brian very <sighs> fun we'll have we'll have more fun guests uh so just check it out it'll be it, we will be rebranded as the loop and we will see you next week